Welcome to Dragon Sanctuary, a podcast dedicated to helping you expand your light for ascension. Let's stay curious and build community. And now, here's your host, Vic. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today. I am Vic. I am a health, wellness, and lifestyle student of Mother Earth, Gaia, as some of you may know her. I am a lover, not a fire, not a fighter, (laughs) not a fire. I am a fire too. Um, And I know that you're all warriors too. So I'm hoping together we can figure out this game of life. My intention is to always proceed with three things. First one is humility. Second one is curiosity. And the third and most important to me is with safety. But all of this has to be in divine timing, as, as you all know. If you're still listening, you already know that. I must admit I'm curious, I'm passionate, and I'm intentional, actually, with every one of my words, relationships, and discoveries. And I'm not perfect, but I try to be all of those things most of the time. And it's because, as all of you know, this is your journey. This is our journey and your story at the end of the day. And you're the author. You're the author of this story. So I say, let's write the best damn book of all time. And let's do it together. So let me say a few things more. I do, in fact, practice Buddhism. Only if and when that resonates. So, of course, you can call me whatever you want. But I am Vic. So... Let's talk because I promise I will listen, baby. I promise, but only if you let me. So let's get into it here. I, I honestly can't believe we're here. I'm here, honestly. I have been, so I have been wanting to be a commentator my whole life. <laughs> And if you know me, you know that range true um, in literally every aspect. So if you are listening and you're a friend or somebody that knows me, an acquaintance, family member, somebody in my life currently, past, present, future, whatever, um, you should know that I like to talk. So this is fascinating because here we go. Here we go. So... First things first, I want to get serious. I want to stay intentional. I want to stay on track. And I want to tell you all who I am. So who the heck is Vic? Who the heck is this chick? So (laughs) um, I'm pretty genuine. I try to be anyway. And... Because you're here, I'm assuming that you want to know, and I'm not trying to be dramatic. It's really funny because I am dramatic. I love it. And I get it from my family. 
I won't say whom because I think we are all dramatic and I love it. And we're really good storytellers. We're really close. Um, and we're really intentional with our words and you can feel it when you're with us or when you're not, I should say too. So I just want to really pause and take my time with what I'm trying to say in my episodes because I, it's actually crazy to me to even think that I'm doing this, but I'm just doing it. I'm doing this thing and I want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to me. Um, finally, but also thank you. So I have big plans. I have big dreams, but most importantly, I'm just doing me. So I want to just identify myself. I think that's respectful to do in just every way, you know? So like, hey, this is me. I appreciate you listening, but I haven't even said anything yet. I just want to give you a bio, an introduction, brief history of who I am. So first of all, I'm a woman. I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, and a dog mom. So like, these are a few things that you should know about me first. And... I'm a big time lover. Most certainly not a fighter. Um, I do fight for what's right, but sometimes it depletes me, I guess. Anyways, I am also an ex-varsity athlete. So hockey was my first true love, you could say. I think sports in general, I was obsessed with soccer. I still am obsessed with soccer. I'm obsessed with hockey. And it's my passion, and I think it's cool to have passions. I think it's what makes you human, you know? I, I do love to cook. I would say that it's something that I'm really proud of, which is interesting to even just say because I am proud of the fact that I'm a good cook, and I get it from everyone in my family. My mom, my sister, my cousins, my aunts, my uncles. I would say that my family knows how to eat. So... We know how to cook, we know how to eat, we know how to tell stories so far. I hope something resonates. And I just wanna say thank God I, I love to cook because I know for a lot of people that's a hard topic. And for me, it actually was too. I know when I don't eat well and I don't nurture my body and I don't do things that I need to do to feel good, it affects me. Um, so I just wanna thank God for that. <laughs> For making a passion and a hobby like the same thing for me in a lot of ways. Um, I also love to be in water, which is funny because <laughs> I love my mom more than life itself, but honestly, I'm a lot like her in a lot of ways. Also not. I'm a water sign, if that's interesting to you, but I think it's hilarious because I love to swim, but my mom doesn't know how. Let me correct myself. She wasn't raised a swimmer. She wasn't exposed to water. And she still has some, I guess, trepidations is the word. It's funny because my whole family does have trepidations. That's okay because it's water. It's pretty much, I think, the coolest resource. I mean, I wouldn't say most essential, but I would say like coolest resource. We're made up of so much. So anyways, I love to be in water. And I think it's really cool that my mom taught me how to swim, even though she didn't really love to swim. Another thing I want to say, since we're talking about swimming, I am definitely a teammate first. So I, we, I should say, there's no I in team, obviously. But 
coaches have always said this to me. It just is something that as a young child that was going through life, it's very fascinating to me, this whole script, this whole motto of there's no I in team, but there is an am and there's no I am, but there's just we in team. I will never forget the coach that first described that to me. I will never forget their name and I will never forget what I was doing, where I was, what I was wondering when they said that to us in the dressing room. I do remember piping up my hand and that was fascinating because I was actually the only woman in a room full of men. So I played boys hockey until I was, I don't know, 12. The year before they start contact, because my mom was like, uh, no. This was a long time ago, so maybe the rules have changed. But anyways, that was really fascinating. I was just kind of like, uh, question for the crowd. What does that mean? And I love that because I always felt as a kid that it was important for me to use my voice. And especially, especially in a room where I feel like I'm the oddball out. So in that case, it was just, I'm not saying I was feeling an oddball out in a room full of men, but I mean, yeah, I was. I was a young girl kind of going through puberty almost even. And that was really interesting because I always felt so loved on my men's team. I just felt like I was one of the boys. That was really cool. So another thing I wanted to say, and I'm ashamed sometimes to say it, but I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan and it's criminal. It is criminal. Anyone that knows me knows how criminal it is because anyone that is a Leafs fan and shares the same passion as a Canadian from Toronto, born and bred, you know, it's just like Jesus Murphy. So I am a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, so don't come at me um, with that. I know what comes with that, actually. Um, I've been a Leafs fan my whole life, thanks to my family, um, and I don't know what I'm going to do with myself anymore. So I'm just leaving it at that. We'll talk about the Leafs a lot, and I'll have a friend or like 10 come on here, um, hopefully next, next season or in an episode or two to discuss the Leafs and to talk about hockey because hockey is a huge part of who I am. So I do love the Leafs. I bleed blue. I'm not wearing Leafs paraphernalia, but I am wearing blue because it's a very good color and I'll explain why always, but it's one of my favorite colors. I have three or four favorite colors, kind of five, six. I don't discriminate. But other thing I wanted to say is that I am Canadian and I am of Portuguese descent, so I'll leave that in your minds. Um, and thank you to my mom and my grandma and my lineage for that. And the last thing I wanna say is, most importantly, I'm just figuring this out. I'm just figuring it all out. I don't wanna say how old I am because I don't really think that that matters. You can guess um, and, and you can ask me, I don't really mind sharing that information, but also I do, if that makes any sense. A couple of other things I think are worth noting because I've talked about so much already and I just want to kind of address myself to you guys because I think as a listener, if you're going to invest your time in listening to me talk to you, I want to get some things to the universe, to you, to people, to human beings. I want to say I'm not a vegan, but I would be. I tried. I was a vegan on and off for so long. It was hard 
because I don't know necessarily how to cook vegan food because I wasn't raised vegan. And I just think that whole concept is so interesting. I do invite a lot of dialogue. And one invitation I will send out right now is if there's any vegans, I know a few in my life that are predominantly vegan. I love them so much. So I will invite that dialogue on to this podcast because I think that awareness is really important. So if there are any vegans out there, cool for you. If there are any raw vegans, I think yes, by the way, just like raw food in general. I'm very primal. So for me, just any raw diet is yes for me personally. Um, But I find that I deviate a lot because I love food so much. I just, food is very ceremony for me. Someone said this to me, someone very important in my life taught me this, um, someone I love very much. And she reminded me of this and I like to put my own spin on it. Every time I eat, I eat the whole thing. And I've always been like that. There's a lot of people that have shown me that lesson in my life. And I think that if you are a vegan, fantastic. I think if you're not, that's fine too. Because I'm not. So I don't want to shame nobody. But I think that life is always changing. And I don't know. I think maybe I'm saying a lot at once. But when I listen to people talk, I get really curious about a lot of these things. And I decided in my first episode, if I'm going to invest this much time in getting to know everyone and preaching myself because that's what you're doing when you're putting yourself on this platform is you're just preaching yourself and if I'm going to come into this space and I'm going to talk to people and talk about myself and be candid and vulnerable and blunt and honest and loving and kind then you should know these certain characteristics because I think it's fascinating and I I think that there are a lot of things that I want to say to the world So yeah, um, I've already talked about this and I'm just going to say it again because I think it's self deprecating, but, um, I love really hard and unapologetically. So if you do already know me and you're listening right now, I think that one of my biggest flaws actually as well. And I think that's important to recognize the things that kind of suck you dry as other people might call it, lower vibrational or, you know, anything that makes you feel just down in the dumps is how my family and I like to say it. And I do love hard. I love unapologetically as well. And it can be painful. So I just want to say that because I'll be quite frank and blunt. I don't tolerate a lot of things. Social media technology is very foreign territory for human race. (laughs) I know I'm going on a rant right now, but here's my message. Don't be a bully. Just don't be a bully because I will be bringing guests on here. I will be talking about things that are just kind of raw for a lot of people, including myself. So, and I will always be respectful and I will always keep in mind the greater audience. And I think that that's what, is going to be fun about doing this whole thing, having some sort of privacy as well. And uh, what I'm trying to say is don't be a bully. 
if I say something that you don't agree with, that is actually completely fine. Um, there's nothing wrong with that other than the fact that you don't agree with it. And um, if I didn't agree with you, I would try to just tell you that as well. But I think that having a conversation is really important. And um, I love the word conversate for a lot of reasons. And I think that in life, it's important to conversate. That's why we go to therapy. And I am in therapy. I have been actually my whole life. Thank God. And that's another thing I wanted to mention too. I'm going to be very candid about who I am, my mental health, my practices, my rituals, my ceremonies, my life, my experiences, you know, all these trials and tribulations of my life through this screen and these devices. And I think that when we just take a moment to pause on that, that's exactly why we listen in the first place. That's why when I go around in my neighborhood and I see where I live, I pause. I go down where I grew up and I go around and I pause. And if you know me, you know that I take a moment of silence for the living. And I do this all the time because I find we're always planning our funeral, you know? I'm not scared to die. I mean that genuinely. But I also don't want to die, but I also want to live a long, healthy, fulfilled life. And I think most people want that. And then the problem that comes are exactly that problems. And life is really hard. Um, I don't want to talk about politics and things. Really, I might actually. So I won't say I don't want to. There are certain things that I don't want to talk about necessarily. Um, and it's not because I don't want to talk about them at all. It's just, I may not be ready to talk about certain things. So, you know, I am opening myself up to the world and I know that a lot of this will not even reach past my immediate people. And I really genuinely hope that it does, but if it doesn't, that's okay for me. And that's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I think it's really nice to have connection and it's really nice to have community. So connection and community and go to therapy. You earned it. You earned it. You earned a life coach. You earned for somebody to come into your dome. I like to say, which means your head. You deserve for someone to come into your dome and literally be, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. So what are you going to do now? Okay. Good job. Congratulations. I'm so sorry to hear that. Someone other than your friend, someone that other than your family member, someone other than anyone else but your therapist who is a professional, okay? So I'm gonna leave it at that. And I wanna say I am not anyone, but I am myself. I don't know how to say that other than the fact that I am Vic. <laughs> so have a lot of things that I know do and don't work for me too. And I think that that's what therapy has shown me, you know, therapy has shown me all of these amazing tools in my toolbox. I have all these tools in my toolbox where I'm just, okay, I can pull out this wrench or I could pull out this hammer. I could pull out this nail or this screw and hook it here. I am fascinated by that stuff. I always have been. So you know, make a damn good toolbox for yourself. You deserve 
the tools of life. You've walked your own life. Nobody walked in your damn shoes but you, and maybe sometimes you've crawled. But seriously, maybe sometimes you're still crawling. Maybe you're always crawling, by the way. Or maybe, maybe sometimes you're flying through life and you're like, huh, hold on. What's going on right now besides a whole lot of too fastness? I don't know what to call it, soaring. Are you soaring or are you flying, baby? Is that a Nelly Furtado song? I do love Nelly Furtado. Anyways, doesn't matter. What I'm trying to say is soaring, flying, ain't no. Is this from Disney Channel? I don't know, but I'm having a moment. If anyone can pinpoint that for me, I don't know. But if you know what I'm saying, just say it. So let me know. Comment, I guess. But yeah, so I want to say I'm blunt. If you haven't sensed that already from me, that's okay. Past, present, future, I mean. If you know me, don't know me, or know me currently, I'm blunt, okay? I try to be so, I try to be mindful of that, honestly, I do, because I mean well. I think that humans mean well all the time. As long as you're trying, you mean well, right? If you fall, you get up, you mean well. If you fall again and you get up, you mean the best. If you keep falling and you keep getting up, I'm sorry, you mean well. So if you broke your leg and you broke it six more times and you still can walk, or you can't. If you can't walk, you can't walk, baby. So all I'm trying to say is I'm a hopeless romantic. And I don't even mean for love as a partner. I mean, just in general, I love and I love hard. And I think I get it from my mom. I don't even think, no, I get it from her because I love her so much. So silly how much I love her. And I fall in love. I've been in love. I've been in love so many times with all kinds of people, non-sexually romantic emotion. Doesn't matter. I love love. I kiss the tree when I walk by it, my paintings in my house, whatever. I talk to my plants too, you know? I talk to everything because everything to me is energy. So you are sending a vibration. So if you don't agree with that, that's honestly so fine with me. But I do believe that everything is vibration. So, okay. I want to get into something here, um, and that is the name of my podcast, Dragon Sanctuary. What in the heck are you talking about, I am Vic? Who are you? For real. I'm a dragon. Actually, golden orange dragon, if you're asking, and I am preparing myself for ascension. So this means that I resonate, so if anyone is familiar with totem animals, I resonate primarily with, well, that's not true. I resonate with a lot of totem animals, but I really resonate with a golden orange dragon. And I say this because it's a mystical creature, of course, but if you do some digging about dragons, they're very fascinating. And I believe they exist in another dimension. So I love to be in the fifth dimension of my life. So if you are wondering about the name, it's that I feel almost weird talking about this because I think I might have lost a lot of you now. And if I have, I'm sorry, please come again for the next episode. Hopefully, maybe not. If that's okay, love you still. But if you do stick around, seriously, I'm this sarcastic and genuine at the same time. I'm serious. So if you are still sticking around and you're listening to me, I want you to know something. Dragons are highly misunderstood. So literally watch Shrek and Donkey. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I think in life, 
it's really important to have some faith in something. If you look at a Mona Lisa, which I am right now, if you look at a Mona Lisa and you say, when I look at that Mona Lisa, I see my mother because I see beauty, I see grace and elegance, then you can say, I have faith in that Mona Lisa. If I look at a dragon, which I am now, I'm in my house by the way, but if I look at a dragon in my house and I say, that resonates with me, super powerful, mystical creature, large, like big in stature, fiery, explosive, can soar, can swim, can fly, can dig through the trenches, can protect the castle and the queen and the throne and all of these things, but can also breathe fire and kill you in two seconds. I find that extremely fascinating. So again, dragon sanctuary. So dragon sanctuary is a place for people, people, human beings on earth or not to really feel themselves. So for me, that's where I feel myself. So that's where the name dragon sanctuary comes from. It's who I am. I feel myself that I am a golden orange dragon in the fifth dimension, to be clear. So I think that it's really fascinating uh, faith in general because declare myself a Buddhist. I declare myself a yogi. I declare myself a dragon worshiper. I declare myself everything. I actually was born and raised Roman Catholic and that still resonates with me. I read the Quran, not the whole thing, but half, and that resonates with me. So highly misunderstood mythical creatures, find yours out. I'm sure you guys have some ideas about what really does resonate with you. Just speak to that and, you know, meditate with that or sit with that or journal with that or research that. Today I was researching meerkats. Honestly, the most fascinating creatures are the ones that are misunderstood. Think about Timon and Pumbaa. You know what I mean? Anyways. I uh, want to ask all the listeners, okay, a couple things, because I think it's important when we have these discussions, I'll give you something, you know? So I want to give you something too. I want to ask any of you, if this conversation has sat with you, what totem animal or what animals or mythical creatures, star seeds, bear with me, literally and figuratively, B-E-A-R, bear with me, okay? Affirm with me now however you want to. I usually decide when I'm declaring something for myself, I surrender to it. So I give myself the affirmation of yes, I am. I do wanna mention something that's really important and I wanna get this addressed as soon as possible in the first episode right away without pleading anything or bleeding out. But I do suffer from TBI, which is traumatic brain injury and um, I know for some people, they might not know what that is, but when I identify with TBI, there's a lot of people that they actually know what that is. And I think that's really cool because when I was younger and I've suffered from TBI a long time, TBI is really interesting to me because it's intense. Um, It's a roller coaster. So if you've had a concussion or six or 10 or nine or one or none, and you resonate with TBI, I just wanna say that I'm so sorry um, if you're cloudy. Because if you're cloudy and you're just trying to be clear, I recommend literally going to the store and getting some clear quartz. I don't know how else to cope 
without being this raw and honest, which is if you need clarity, seek it. If you need, if you need guidance, seek it. If you need permission, give it to yourself as well. That's what I mean. If you need something, do it. If you don't know what you need, ask for it. If you don't know how to ask, ponder it. So I think reflection is one of the coolest parts about being human. And I've reflected so much on my life. I'm not, you know, an elder per se, but I am someone who's lived a long life so far. Life is a ride, you know, and it's a good damn thing to do, to ride life. But I just want to say that concussions are a scary thing. So yikes, like literally yikes. I actually have a really hard time talking about concussions in general. So if some of you had an experience where you got hit to the head, um, I am actually really sorry because I know what that's like and I know what it's like to have a ghost. I like to say <laughs> the boogeyman. I know that boogeyman really well. So on that note, some people will say that that's crude to say. Um, and I don't, <clears throat> I like lose my voice when I talk about this stuff, but it's not crude of me. I'm not trying to be crude. I'm just trying to be blunt and honest. I feel sometimes I have a boogeyman in my head. And um, there is, there is a book. I'm forgetting the author right now um, and I will bring it back. But there is a book called The Ghost Inside My Brain and I actually couldn't read it. A friend of mine had recommended it and I had bought it for myself as a gift. You can see my body's getting so uncomfortable right now. I've been just talking about this. But um, basically what I'm trying to say is I couldn't read it and I have suffered from a minimum of six diagnosed concussions. doesn't matter how I got them. I'm sure you can all figure that out along the way, but most of them through sport. And it's traumatizing, I would say. Um, and you only have one of these brains. So I really want to be able to offer a safe space for anyone here who identifies as a TBI survivor. So if you identify as a survivor period, but if you identify as a traumatic brain injury survivor, please let me know. It's a very near and dear topic to my chest, to my soul, to my heart, to my brain, to my whole sensations of my being. And I have tremendous amount of support around me. So if you identify as a TBI survivor, please take care of yourself and turn the lights off. Turn the lights off as much as you can and then go stand in the sun as much as you can. Go stand in the sun as much as you can, in the grass, in the sidewalk, preferably in the sand. I like the sand because I like water. So go outside is what I'm trying to say, but only when it's safe to. So stay inside as long as you need to, but don't stay inside here too much. Grab one of these, write it down. I just wanna show you guys my toolkit, some of my tools. This is another one. This is um, a stress pressure point. Okay, so two things. My stepdad is this guy, okay? He's this guy, he does all of this. And also as a young child, since I was an athlete, I did a lot of this because I suffer from chronic inflammation. I think that as a human race, we all do. This is actually something I got in my community. It was a donation and I paid $2.50. I use this device. So it's made out of wood. Wanna make sure, I think everyone tell what it is. And I have them in different formations, but 
This kind of therapy works for me. I do regular acupuncture as well because chronic inflammation is killer. So if you are feeling unwell and you can't in the morning put on a ring or you feel blurry or whatever, just be in tune with yourself. This is a really great tool for me. It grounds me. I use it all over my body and I have a hundred types of these types of tools and I have zero clue how a fly got into my apartment. I need to say that to you because there's no windows open in here. So I think that that is amazing and that is a cue to wrap it up. But I think it's really funny because where I live, there should not be a fly in my house. And I know that that's funny, but I notice this little fly comes around whenever I need to receive a message and he keeps coming back and it's actually the same fly. So on that note, a couple other things. So this is my first episode, as you guys know, I want to say that TBIs and everything that I've discussed with you guys today are whole episodes in themselves. So that's why I am trying to roll the red carpet to you all and be like, hey, this is me. This is what I'm passionate about. You know, these are things that I enjoy that bring me life, that like give me joy and life and prosperity and all the things that matter. So I want to say thank you so much for sticking around if you're still listening. And I want to also say that if you're still listening and you continue to listen, I will continue to try my best to bring you this kind of energy um, because I do need a lot of support all the time and I get it. So it's it's amazing. I'm so privileged to have so much support in my life. And I feel that right now I'm really in a place where I can extend an olive branch to the world and be able to see the fly, by the way. Wow. There should not be a fly in my house. There's no windows open and I live in a loft. There's no possibility for there to be a fly in my house other than the fact that there is. But I love that, you know? Hi, Mr. Fly. So I want to say that... <laughs> I will give you high vibrational stuff. I will give you high vibrational stuff. I will do my best, okay? But there are times in life where there are low vibrations. So there are times in life something happens to someone else. It doesn't even happen to me. It just happens to someone I love. And I feel... I did this the other day with my boyfriend. Spiral. You know? Because I just think of something and I get tremendously sad. So think less, do and be more of the light, you know, the, be like the fly on the wall that just buzzes around when it's convenient. So just keep buzzing to wrap up. I can be whatever you want to label me as, but I'm not self-proclaiming myself as nothing. Only the fact that I am a person who's lived through experiences and is working towards certain goals that I have my whole life and passions. So I want to say that you need to know this. You don't need to know anything, but you need to know this about me, which is all of everything I've just said. And most importantly, that I am surrendering to who I am. So I think that that is really even just a profound statement for me to make. It's scary. It's overwhelming. It makes my back hurt, actually. So I'm going to fix my posture, stand tall, like my mom and my acupuncturist would say. Chin up, head back by the way. And yeah, I'm finally just surrendering to myself, to my experiences, to my life, to my people who with an open heart took me in, you know, still take me in. That's what life is. Community, people that bring you joy. So 
I wanna make this affirmation and I want you guys to do this practice with me. I know that I'm asking a lot in the first episode. I am, I really am. And it's just because I want to. So a couple things, how I'm gonna wrap up my episodes, I believe is a couple things. Affirmation and I'm gonna pull a card and it's not tarot, it's Oracle and it doesn't really matter, but it's part of my spirituality. I want to acknowledge that I have a dog and he is like a son to me. His name's Teddy, so I apologize. He is a good dude. He doesn't really bark that much, but getting fired up, I guess. I don't know. I will say this to myself. I will, and I want you to repeat after me. So I promise that I will love myself. I will love myself from afar and sometimes from right up close. I am enough. You are enough. I am safe. You are safe. I am learning, we are learning, I am growing. So this is what it means to be a student, right? And a teacher. This is a game of life. So I want everyone here to just buckle the heck up. You know what I wanna say, but buckle up, okay? Because it's gonna be a bucky, I mean bumpy. I mean bucky. So if you're listening and you know what I just said there, you know it's gonna be a bumpy ride. Okay, so I don't mean that to scare anybody. I literally just mean that to say, heal the ouch, okay? Heal the ouch. And I pulled this card and it's very interesting because I have been in a lot of pain lately and heal the ouch. What do you see when you look at this card? I know that it's in reverse for you. Um, And let me give credit to a beautiful person that really resonates with me. And her name is Colette Baron-Reed and she's a Canadian woman, channeler, spiritual guide, okay? And she is the bomb. So I'm gonna just say that. And she's cool. And my cool stepsister actually gifted me my first oracle deck, which is this one. I don't wanna promote it because I don't need to. And I was very grateful to receive it, still am. And I pulled that card at the beginning of this episode for us, but I pulled it for the the group, for the team, but I pulled it for me too, okay? And it's number 38 and it's called Heal the Ouch. So I'm gonna go through it here. Some oracle cards, as you know, Um, they often come in reverse or upright. That means literally, I'll show you. You you pull it, when you pull out of the deck, does it show up uh, upright or does it show up in reverse? Because there's two different meanings. And I like that, some people don't. Either way, I'm gonna read both because this card fell out of the deck and it fell out of the deck in reversed. And now usually when I pull a card, I keep my eyes closed the whole time, but for some reason I open them because I was so eager to find the answer. And then when I pulled it from my lap, it came upright like this. But when it fell, it was like this. So I am going to read both to you. I am going to read for me the upright because I feel that's a message that I needed to receive but was so eagerly wanting the reversed. And that's because we can be impatient. So anyways, heal the ouch, okay? So the overall message for this one is forgiveness is the healer of the soul. So in the upright position, this little fox is wounded, which is interesting because I've seen a lot of foxes lately in my community where I live. Fox is wounded, I see a lot of raccoons. And it's interesting, my sister has a lot of raccoons in her life. Anyways, this one here, 
Heal the ouch. Forgiveness is the healer of the soul. So in upright, it says that this is a time for great soothing of the heart, body, soul, and mind. As this card indicates that healing will be prevalent in your life. If you feel drawn to study the healing arts, you'll be successful, as Teddy agrees, you'll be successful in developing your natural capacity to restore others to wellness. However, the message may be that you're being called to change your behaviors in, in order to heal the earth. Let me read that again. However, the message may be that you're being called to change your behaviors in order to heal the earth. Perhaps you'll switch to a cruelty-free diet, eating less meat, which I need to pause on something. I need to express something to the group. So everything that you've heard me talk about was a thought that I had and thoughts that I've had my whole life but thoughts that I wrote down and I pulled this card today. So I talked a lot about veganism and diet and all of that. So this is very much a card that resonates with me and I love to pause because I love to reflect on my spirituality. So I'll read it again. However, the message may be that you're being called to change your behaviors in order to heal the earth. Perhaps you'll switch to a cruelty-free diet, eating less meat, or perhaps you'll pay more attention to how much water or electricity you use. You're asked to be conscious of your footprint on the sacred earth and all of life and to commit to the healing path, which is what I'm here to do with you. The heal, the ouch card may also be an indicator of old wounds and broken bonds being mended. Reconciliations are possible now. Let bygones be bygones. You see this? Let bygones be bygones. I recommend that as a listener, you can Google this information. Heal the Ouch by Colette Baron reed number 38. For the reversed, okay, so for the group, for the team, if this resonates, I'll read this. So in reverse, Reverse this card as a message urging you to make amends for any harm you've done to another. Appraise, <laughs> appraise yourself, honestly. How have you been selfish, greedy, bored? Oh, one second. How have you been selfish, greedy, or inconsiderate of others? Have you harbored resentment toward those who have harmed you in the past? Have you? Have you harmed? Who have you harmed in the past? Practice deep and radical forgiveness in order to be free to know healing. You must surrender to your old hurts and begin anew. So this card was meant for me to pull both ways personally. I'll let leave that to the group. So in order to be free to know healing, you must surrender once again. You must surrender to the old hurts and begin anew. Forgiving yourself and loving yourself is important as well. It's important too. So be humble and be willing to admit your weaknesses. Hmm. Practice humility. Know the imperfections of human personality. Ha. Huh. Walk, and I'm going to say it with you because I love this one. Ready? I've never read the, this card in reverse before. This is like a card I've pulled once, but not in reverse. So ready? Everyone, stand up, sit tall, chin, back, shoulders, whatever. Stand up. Ready? So know the imperfections of human personality. Walk tall as you take the path to the shaman. My whole body is on fire. The wise elder who is willing to go into the shadows to bring healing light to old wounds. This is a card 
that resonates with me so deeply. It's about somebody in my life that means the world to me. And it, it's about me. And, and I just want to say that I know this, I didn't, and I don't. So don't take, I know literally, but I want to know that I want to heal the ouch. I surrender to healing the ouch. We'll say it one more time. We will, we will say it one more time. Heal the ouch because forgiveness is the healer of the soul. So heal the ouch, baby. And I want all of you to heal your ouches. I am so excited and honored. I am genuinely honored. Like it could bring me to tears and I don't want it to because I don't want to cry right now. But I do want to say thank you everyone for listening to me. Thank you everyone for taking time with me. Thank you everyone for being here with me with my first episode. I didn't even know how long it was going to be, but I'm looking down at the time and I'm seeing that it's beautiful timing. And I want to just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love all of you for listening and for being here with me. So please go in peace and I will see you next time.